What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're back with another exciting episode where we're breaking down the conference championship, AFC, NFC championships. I just went down. Chiefs, 49ers, moving on to the bowl. We're going to break down what happened and where it went wrong for some of these teams. As always, I'm Paul. Pick a win, I'm Concha. And I'm always joined with... You already know it's your boy with this... With this ooh, I almost hit some funny shit. But um, it's your boy, Kev, Waterboy's boy, a.k.a. the Dom P.I.E., a.k.a. the realest nigga on your screen. And boy, boy, Paul, when I tell you this motherfucking championship week was so lit, so turnt, and I went 0-2. Yeah. That shit was so bittersweet. Like, I'm talking amazing football, exciting Definitely had me tuned in every fucking play, the definition of playoff football. And I lost twice. <laughs> After yeah, being this, up this playoffs, yeah, this playoffs as a whole. Like I know like the first week, I think uh, neither one of us picked the Texans to beat the Browns and it had oh no, yeah, I think you took the Texans actually. I take that back. But uh we both yeah, were I on the Dolphins. We both were on the Cowboys. Um and we both yeah, were on the, the Eagles. Cowboys. Oh, no, my, I took the Bucks. You took the Eagles. I took the Bucks. But, like, there's been a lot of misses. Uh, we were both on the uh, – I was on the Texans over the Ravens. Uh, I think I took the Bucks over the Lions. I didn't hit. We both took the Bills to beat the Chiefs. I did. Like, we've, there's been a lot of, like, misses. We, like, this playoffs has been hard to predict what the fuck is going to happen. I love watching – at the end of the season, I love watching all the random um... – Playoff and random people on YouTube that make the this was the greatest playoffs ever videos. Like they say, 2003 was a crazy playoffs, all types of cool shit. And I'm just like, this might be one of my favorite playoffs I've seen because I've never been not able to call what's going to happen next like this. I think it's uh, it's going to be up there, but I don't think it will get the love it will deserve because 10 years from now, it's going to be like another Chiefs run. Like, oh, it was another year where the Chiefs, like how the Patriots, no one gives the Patriots runs in the playoffs a lot of credit except for like when they were really, no, like the early ones and the end ones. But the ones in the middle when they were like the dynasty already, no one really ever gives credit towards those. Like, even though like those probably may be better teams than their first one and their last ones together. And I just feel like the Chiefs is in that same boat. Like, we're at a point now where we're just fucking used to it. Like, oh, this is the Chiefs, like, fourth fucking Super Bowl in five years? Like, okay, yeah, like. I don't know, man. This might be you tripping. The 49ers might take it and they might take it. We had two years ago, whenever it was what Rams, Bengals. No one expected the like Joe Burrow took that team out and fucking no, we're getting sacked 14 times a game. Matthew Stafford, first year on the squad. Last year, last year I thought it was eh. Last year, I don't think it was anything too crazy. Like Hertz did his thing, but uh, it wasn't nothing too crazy. I think this year is probably better than last year, but I don't think any, I don't think what's better than the. The Burrow, the Bengals Burrow year and uh, Stafford Rams year. Yeah, Stafford did have to beat the Bucks to go. So I yeah, Cooper that. Cup on that like third and twenty, and he beats Winfield on the on the go route. Like uh, people thought the game was over. Then they say, "No, the Bucks score like twenty one in a row." It is a ball game in the fourth quarter again. It's like oh, Back. and we had the Packers losing to the 49ers on some boof shit because the, the special teams didn't know how to punt the ball correctly without like getting fucked up. Yeah. That was a crazy one. I think yeah. that, that was that, my favorite play. That was a crazy one. And that was our first year podcast, so I will say that. But on to this year. Yeah, this year has been crazy, bro. I, was, I, not, I can't hate on this year. But, yeah, this was crazy. I think we chose the best time. I'll always say this. We chose the best time in the podcast because sports has been insane. 
Oh yeah, we're watching. We got some dynasties in the making. We got <laughs> like Jared Goff the Lions. Like when we started this podcast, it was like Jared Goff think the Lions think like zero and six to start their season, and then like now look at them. They lost, but like look at them now. Like Brock Purdy, Mister Irrelevant. We watched how this guy went from last pick in the draft to per- perennial All Pro caliber quarterback. Starting in the Super Bowl. Arguably could That's be back to back Super Bowls for him if like things don't go wrong in the NFC. You never like it's hard to know what would have, would have happened in that game. Shoulda woulda coulda. But I think that's the game we should start off with first. The, the travesty was that the with the Lions blowing a seventeen point lead at halftime to the four, to the San Francisco 49ers to send the 49 Kyle Shanahan back to the bowl one more time. Yeah, and it bro, twenty four to seven going in the half, and it's like it epitomized. They also kicked the field goal with seven seconds left to like really put a little bit. I know they were in touchdown rain, and if like Gibbs doesn't fall down, that's probably a touchdown right there. And before halftime, and it's a a twenty one point lead at half, and not a seventeen. But still, to go up, kick a field goal seven seconds before halftime, twenty four seven going in the half, like you have all the momentum. You have all the momentum on your side. You scored – you first scored the game and the last score going in the half. You had the momentum. And that boy Nick Bosa said that he he was the one that gave the speech and he doesn't really talk much, so it was kind of a big deal when he started talking. Brock Purdy said he didn't even think about it. He was like, bro, I just like – I just I – just, I think he said that he just uh, thanked God to be where he is in life or some shit. Like he was just appreciative of the moment or something. And then them boys just came out. As as we know now, the rest was history. Guys, they locked in, and that was beautiful. You know, that's what championships were made out of right there, not giving up. Because Chad Otosinko was talking on the nightcap, talking about some 17 points. You might as well give up the sticks and that. And they were like, and then, and then, um, so that's what true champions do. Like, two people, like, and they haven't won a championship yet. They won a conference title for sure. But um, that's the definition of heart, grit, grind. Like, and the things they have to do. Don't get me wrong. The Lions messed up a lot on this way down. The Lions showed that they've never been here before. But like people like Brandon Ayuk doing what they do, Christian McCaffrey, the O line, the defense still getting sacks. Like this shit. This team locked the fuck in, and I was I was genuinely astonished to watch it. I wish I had picked them because I would have been like, wow. That was that them coming back to that was I think was actually more inspiring to me than if the Lions would have won. That's that the one that went to the Super Bowl. And uh, they I they, it was towards late in the fourth quarter twice they went for it on fourth down where they were in field goal range and oh. it didn't didn't go for them. But that's notice how I, I was say notice how I said nothing but positive things about the 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 um forty nine because I could talk my shit yeah about this. It, Everyone's head for those that that back to back going forward on fourth down call, but that, that's what they've been doing all year. Like you like to say, a spade's a spade. Like you can't take the dog out of the lions. Like that's just the way they've been playing. They've been going for it on their own fucking twenty. Like setting you up for premium field goal. I mean premium red zone percentage. So like I think that's just the way that Dan Campbell and someone made a great point where it's like if they would have went for it, if they if they would have kicked those field goal and they would have lost still. I think Dan Campbell can't sleep at night. But the fact that they did go for it on fourth down and lost the way that the Lions lost doing it the way they do it, 
he at least can be like, hey, I can put my head on the pillow and know I gave it my all. Man, fuck that. Uh, man, fuck that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not mad at you for doing what you do. Like I say, a spade is a spade. If you, if one thing I got to respect is if you've been doing something, you stay doing That's why we never got mad at Brandon Staley for going for it on fourth down like he did. He was like, we, he just goes for reckless fourth downs. Like, he, like fourth downs that literally make no sense. Like, we're not mad. But Dan Campbell, I like them. I actually, actually, Behind the Eagles in a tush bush, I'd be looking at the Lions thinking, like, oh, yeah, they're going to convert this. Like, fourth down don't mean shit to them. So I'm not mad. I'm mad about the drop by Reynolds on third and 10. I'm mad about the fumble. I'm, I'm mad that this team just crumbled, like, genuinely crumbled in the in meantime. And it's not like it was in the fourth because it was all in the third because by the third it was 24-24. Like, the, the 49ers locked the fuck in and figured it out. But this team crumbled on all levels of the ball, and it's just like, fuck. They and just they wasn't here. I got to give a real shout-out to Brock Purdy. I kind of said it last episode on the picks or what, the recap. I just remember I made a – like, I was making points. I'm like, people hating on Brock Purdy for no reason. Like, this man was the last draft. You don't ever expect – if you pick – in all honesty, anyone watching this at home, your football team, that the last pick in your round, the last round, whoever the fuck you pick in that last round, 99% of the time, they're not getting no playing time. They're not even making the final 52-man roster. Yeah, I was say, they're not even making the team, most likely. Right, so, like, for this man to within first year take his team to the NFC Championship, second year end of the fucking Super Bowl, I, I actually had to go back and look it up because people are like, oh, he's just Jimmy G, too. Like, he's just another Jimmy G. His first second, like, his first what? year, which would be this year, Already better than any statistical year Jimmy G has. More yards than Jimmy G's best yardage year. More touchdowns than any year Jimmy G has. Less interceptions than Jimmy G's best year. Like, this man was a top, statistic-wise, top five quarterback in the league for a last did pick they, on year two. Did they say that out? If somebody said that out loud, they're pretty stupid. Yeah, like this, this, well, they don't exactly do, but they say it's the system. They're like, look, Jimmy G but, was just as good as uh, in the system. And so I'm like, no, oh, he look at the numbers. He was not as efficient. 300-yard game. game. Wasn't there a game in the, in the NFC Championship against the Packers? Didn't he only throw the ball like six times or seven times? Yeah, more? that doesn't happen with Purdy. Purdy is the – he's averaging like 270 yards per game or something. Like, he, like when he has a 300-yard game, you're not shocked. You're like, oh, yeah, he was just hitting his guys. Like, they was, they was killing it this week. He's third in MVP voting. He's he, – I, I don't know if he made the all-pro, but he definitely made the pro ball. Oh, but yeah, and whatever they call it, well, he can't go now. But um, he's um, whenever they call him a game manager, I'm like nah, because like I look at Desmond Ritter as like a game manager. Like we're begging for him to be a game manager. I don't think him and Brock Purdy are doing the same thing. Like he's really doing things, and he's gonna get people are gonna continue to compare him to Montana and compare him to Brady just because. Did I hate on Brock Purdy? Was I a Brock Purdy hater? Nah, I think you oh, were. Okay. I, I don't think you're. You weren't against him, but you weren't for him. Like you're just like. Eh. Yeah, I was. I was. I was always high on the 49ers. I just didn't think he was gonna but be the reason why. I think he'll continue to get the per because people already give him like ever since we year one gave him the Brady comparison because of the where he was drafted and how how much winning he did it so early on. But like he continues to do what the fuck he's doing. He's going to continue to get those Brady comparisons and the Montana comparisons. And honestly, until he fucks up or if he loses every Super Bowl and every playoff he's ever goes to, 
he's going to continue to get those comparisons because this man is doing his fucking thing. What did he beat? Didn't he beat somebody in his first game? I don't think he played the year, Brady. No, Brady did play last year, didn't he? Uh, last year? Yeah. Brady, no, Brady was retired last year. Wait, was he? No, he retired and came back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he did play last year. So he beat Brady in his third game. That's why the game made so many comparisons. Yeah, I was. I know because he was also like fourteen and zero in his first fourteen starts. Like he didn't lose, but once he got the starting position, I mean, don't forget the Falcons smacked the niggas, and then that's when they was like, "All right, we gotta make, we gotta make some changes." I'm just saying. Hey, people love to say how easy it is, but it's not like they had a third overall pick in Trey Lance that when he, they played those first three games and they go like one and two, and then they and then they put Brock Purdy in because he's hurt, and the next thing you know, this team looks like they're fucking Super Bowl, like Super Bowl caliber squad. But yeah, it's it any quarterback could do it. It's not like they saw what a third overall pick could have did for them. Bro, I forgot about that guy. Not only took that man's job, just knocked him off the face of earth, bro. This said, is he still on the team? He's on the Cowboys, bro. They shipped him out for like a seventh round pick, bro. They. And the worst, like they, they, that's one of they say is one of the worst trades ever because they, for that trade, they had traded so much to go up to that pick. We got Waddle in that trade afterwards, and we got um, a Tua. Was it Tua? No, but they just showed like the things that we got. We, oh, Tyreek, that first round pick we traded to go get Tyreek was because of that Trey Lance deal. Like they say, like the and Trey Lance ended up in return going for like a seventh round pick. Um, when it was all said and done and played, like, a total of 30 snaps for the 49ers. So it was, like, arguably one of the worst trades in NFL history. Probably. I I feel like that's one of those things they blame all on Kyle, too. Like, yeah, Kyle Shanahan thought he had a fucking Lamar. Well, no, Shanahan wanted Mac Jones from what everyone says. It's John Lynch. John Lynch, the general manager, is the one that was. Really? John Lynch? Miss. Jones usually don't miss. He don't wear the fucking John Lynch runs such a great organization that he he could miss on a first round pick quarterback and look where the fuck they still are. <laughs> Nobody noticed that he, they got blessed with that one. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's, I mean, and hopefully, game, I hope to see the Lions here next year, bro. As all, I hope to see not in the nah, same exact time. I just hope that they're around as a, a top tier team for the next uh, five years. I need I Dan think, Campbell in the presses. I think I think this is the beginning of the end. I think um. They have two choices. They come, they come back harder, but like just the way they were talking afterwards, this might have been the only shot. Like what? Why would you say that out loud? Just like the Toronto Raptors with Kalai, like this was their year, and then every year after this is ain't it ain't gonna it ain't gonna hit the same. No, I just think um I think uh well it could go either way. They can still get better. They have young talent and stuff like that, but they're this was their best chance to go to the bowl, and they just showed that they was not meant. It just was seeming like they were in halftime. At halftime, they're just thinking like, "Yo, we're about to go to the Super Bowl," and they played like that. It was a bunch of young, a bunch of just inexperienced individuals that um weren't ready for the moment. Yeah, well, and I hate that because that's my lines. Yeah, they they were young. I mean, they're they're some cubs right now. They still they still growing like, into their line. As a leader, I felt like Jared Goff didn't do terrible. No, I, thirty-one points on the 49ers. You could you can hold your head up high as offense, but like we we battled them. We there was a second half we just couldn't score enough points to to keep them at bay, and our defense couldn't clamp. One play. Shout out George Kittle, bro. He pancaked the fuck out of Aiden Hutchinson. Damn, 
pancake, the one-on-one pancake, bro. Put it, put that boy's, drove that boy's back of his shoulders into the dirt, bro. I was like, God, damn. Hey, stop that white-on-white crime. Then, uh, but yeah, we'll see. 49ers. Uh, I don't know if they're, they they weren't losing when they no wasn't the statistic like he's zero and fifty when they're losing at halftime Kyle Shanahan or some shit. That's actually crazy. So then he ended up getting this dub or something. I don't know. He has some crazy statistic where like if he's losing going into the half or uh, going into the halftime, he's like one in forty or some crazy number like that. So like yeah, that's interesting. Now let's talk about the game we we both kind of thought was the bigger game of the two, even though the Lions 49ers definitely brought the heat. They brought the heat. Yeah, it was it was it was a great and it went second. So I was like, why is this game second? I was like, oh, it was the main event. That was the heavyweight fight we were actually looking for. But we had to talk about the AFC Championship where defending Super Bowl champions, Travis Kelsey, Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, and them boys go into Baltimore, take on the reigning, or who we all assume will be the reigning MVP, two-time MVP, Lamar Jackson. Odell, Zay Flowers, Mark Andrews was activated, Kyle Hamilton, Roquan Smith, the best defense in the league, arguably best defense in the last 10 years. Some of them have even crowned these boys. and. And 17-10, definitely defensive battle. But it was Travis Kelsey, Mahomes, and Reed that had the final laughs, had had the last laugh in this game, getting the dub here. How how did you feel about this three o'clock banger? It went exactly as you said. That's the best way to explain it. Two takes that you made was I don't think this Ravens team. Is gonna this Ravens team is ready. I don't think they've been here before. This Chiefs team has been here and they motherfucking they they just gonna fucking experience like they know what to do with it. And that's what the fuck they did, man. That shit was crazy. I forget what the other point is. But um that's what the fuck they did. The game went exactly like you said it was gonna be like this Chiefs was a balanced team. They're this is the best, most balanced Chiefs team you've ever seen. Their defense is doing what they need to do. We, I didn't know that Steve Spagnomatrix, whatever his name is, motherfucker, Spagatini, motherfucker. Spagnola, I think it is. Man, Spagan nonsense, bro. This motherfucker was a problem with these blitz packages. I've never seen, on Madden, you don't can't even call blitzes like that. Like, that shit is crazy. They had, they had Lamar looking all over the place. This game was insane. And it was, and every time I felt like, yo, Lamar, just step on the gas and put it together, they couldn't get it together, man. That shit was crazy. See, and I think that's that's the difference between a playoff team that's been there forever and a team that is kind of still figuring their footing in the playoffs. Is uh, we before we went live, you said like if they kept on first down trying to throw that bitch thirty yards, trying to get that home run play every every set of downs, it felt like, and it, like this team. Whereas, like you said, this is a team that they kept they kept trying to go and they just couldn't go. And I think the difference between a team like that is like they're not playoff ready. They're trying to go on every fucking play. Whereas a team like Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and you even saw with the Patriots back in the day with Brady and them, it was they're just on cruise control, baby. Like they're they don't need to go because they're going forty five the whole time, start to finish. They're hitting a forty five on you, and at the end of the end of the day, they're gonna go further because they're keeping in a constant cruise control. But, and they won't let you take them out their rhythm. And they they're know not, they know what pace they want to go, so they're gonna take it that way. 
they're not over here overthinking things. They're not trying to force nothing. They are just playing. They're playing the, like the first the first couple drives where the uh, Mahomes and them are really cooking. Quick passes to who? Travis Kelsey, Rashid Rice. A couple runs with Pacheco. Literally, Chiefs football. Mahomes escaping the pocket when he needs to. There's a couple, and then uh, late in the game, we saw him leaning on MVS, a player that a lot of people were saying cut him from the team. He's a waste of money. All the drops I, on the I, year. I was people. I was people. I was people, bro. And then Mahomes just kept it calm, cool, collected. It was similar to like, like, because Brady always had like Edelman, Welker, Gronk, but then it was like the other guys who would fuck up a lot. But he would still trust him in the playoffs whenever he needed a play to be made. It didn't it, it, like, yeah, he would go to Gronk still. Yeah, he would go to Welker or Edelman, but he still would throw it to these other guys, like a James Cook, fucking out of nowhere. Does in like bam, not James Cook. That's the Bills running back, but um, there's someone else that you just weren't expecting. That that third piece that you weren't really looking at because you're too busy looking here. And yeah, that does. That's what Mahomes is to me. Like, Mahomes is the best player in the league. Well, this is the best defense he's had by far. And he doesn't need to throw for 400 yards and need to put 35 points to beat you. And that, I think, should scare you the most if you're uh, anti, if, you, if you're going against the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs that you could beat was a team that would have a shootout with you. And you would just hope Mahomes makes a fuck up or the defense lets up too many points. But now you got to, now you got to go up against a team that probably, Still a good offense, but this is one of the best defenses in the NFL too. On top of it, like you see that this is a hard combo to beat. Nah, dead motherfucking ass. And like this Chiefs team just showed me that they really Brady. Because you, I remember watching Brady um beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, thinking like, no, this motherfucker Bill Belichick just called the same play three times in a row, and they drove down sixty yards. It's no fear, no worry, no nothing. Just we're just it's another set of nouns. Literally, it's like they they saw the, the same holes open on their defense every time and did it. And that's what this Chiefs team did. They came in here. Travis Kelsey immediately sets the tone, sees Justin Tucker warming up, throws bro, throws bro, helmet kicks his balls out the way, bro. Fuck you. This is our team. And I'm like, wow, okay. I was like, okay. And remember, I'm treating for the Ravens. Did like it that. in Baltimore, too, bro. That's even crazier. Disrespectful. And then the thing about it is, like, they're over here every play laughing at his ass. Travis Kelsey over here laughing at the boy. It's all Travis – because Travis Kelsey taught us he, he's unstoppable on any defender if he turns his back. If he bounced Kelsey up, if once Travis or Kelsey got like this at any point in the game, it was a wrap. You knew he was. There was nothing a defender could do about it. He went like eleven for eleven or twelve for twelve for his target, and there was only like one or two plays where he had to like where he made that insane catch, the same catch over on over the middle. It was like Travis Kelsey showed that he was the goat. He passed Reggie, um, not Reggie, um, Jerry Rice for um, I think receptions or some playoff receptions. And we already know all the crazy shit this motherfucker's done in the fucking um regular season so far. So by far. I think he proved that game that he's the best to have ever played his position, for especially through longevity. Second, motherfucking, they just laughed at them every chance they got and got them out of their nerves. And even with the defense was fucking up, getting um unnecessary roughness, fucking cool, um roughing the passer, all these dumbass plays that they don't normally get, 
nine penalties, and 95 yards, I think it was. On the and, and the average was like 32 yards or something like that. Yeah, the, the they, Chiefs only got like, I think, 25 total penalty yards on their side. They were, I think they were the second or third least most um, penalized defense coming into this game. And uh, Patty Mahomes, bro, you know, this is that that marks his 17th career playoff game and his numbers. It, like, this is basically a full season of playoffs now at his point in his career. 17 playoff games, his number in that playoff season, 67.5% completion per percentage, 4,800 yards, 39 touchdowns to seven interceptions. MVP fight. Wow. That's, that stacks up right with his 2022 MVP season. So this is basically a 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, seven interceptions. And this is against what you would consider the best teams in NFL because this is the fucking playoffs. This is the top – you're going over playing the top six teams, top seven teams in the playoffs. So that's the top teams that he's going against, and that's what he did to the boys. Wow. This motherfucker is a GOAT. Like, we're going to go down and be watching it. We're going to be able to tell motherfuckers we got to watch these motherfuckers play back back. They still have one more game to win. You can't crown nobody yet. But this game showed a lot. And the Ravens' mistakes, the taunt, the Zay Flowers taunting. The Zay, I'm not. I'm more mad about the taunting call than I am about the fumble because the fumble, he just stretched out his arm. You can't get mad about that. But that was the drive where they finally got the fucking go. Like, they hit the fucking the go ball. And now it's like, all right, let's keep it moving. And they fucked it up. Well, you know what's insane? You know, is, oh, I was going to say is that. I mean, I know he has seven seasons technically, but he only played six. Um, he sat that first year, except for the last game of the season. But that's six seasons he's in. It's five Super Bowl appearances. That's crazy. Bro, like, you know how many people come out and, like, had Hall of Fame, incredible careers, and they don't even sniff one? Like, Dan Marino was the best quarterback anyone ever laid eyes on, like, all the way probably up until, like, the Manning and Mahomes again because of this, like, yeah, Montana had the rings, but but fucking uh, Marino was throwing for 5,000 yards back when no one threw for 4,000 yards. Uh, yeah, that shit was insane. 3,200 yards, you're winning MVP. And this man came in and threw for 5,000 yards rookie season. People were like, what the fuck was he smoking? Like, what the fuck? And, like, Mahomes is just he's that but with the winning side of Brady like it's just like we're seeing something that we can't put like words behind and it's just like an aura it's like I when he escapes the pocket it's always for like a first down almost I feel like the moment where I'm like I see the play about to turn magical when he starts like he breaks the sack and he's rolling out I'm like fuck he's about to run like it'd be a third and 23 and I'm like He's about to run, and that's gonna be like a twenty-four yard fucking run, and they're gonna they're gonna get a first down now, and that's exactly what he'll do. Or someone, and he's like across the body, like on a line to Kelsey, where no one's on. Like this, it's hard to really explain what he's doing, but I'm happy I can say I got to witness it because this man is magical, magical kid, and it's crazy because I don't even think but the way he moves it just makes it seem like football wasn't his first sport. For- he really was going to go play baseball if he had a chance. But um, I just think that the Ravens just showed a lot of just non-poise for sure. But um, I look at it as, damn, like even when they made mistakes, like the last the last interception when Lamar threw it up into triple coverage, and it's like 
then he runs off the field and just throws his helmet down and is like, fuck. And I was just like, bro, y'all were, y'all were, you're only down by, you're down by two scores. Like, you could at least got the field goal. Like, you're only down by a touchdown. Like, you could have got that field goal. And get, like, why are we doing all this crazy shit? And then when you, the crazy shit goes down, you're looking crazy. Like, bro, you knew what you did. Uh, Lamar, I said it throughout the season, he had a fumbling issue. It kind of really showed up in this game bad at the end. Um, Chiefs defense is really top the top three defense in the league right now. I mean, at this point, top two with him and him and the 49ers, only two teams left. I have a question though for you. Because like with Mahomes, if he does win his third ring this year, does he is he automatically like top five quarterback all the time at that point? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You got Brady, but, uh, Manning, Montana. Breeze, Marino. Yeah, for sure. I definitely, but um, I'm not even getting into that conversation yet before the Mahomes. I think he's probably going to be the best of all time. I think he's going to be the GOAT. Nah, here's the thing, right? So here's the reason why at the moment he's on track to be the best of all time, but not yet the GOAT. Because he went one-on-one. Like, he went head up with the GOAT and lost twice. So, like, now he kind of has to, like, out earn Brady on top of being like better than him in every like physical physical way. Yeah, but I will say there was. But this is a conversation for the recap of the Super Bowl. I gotta. I'm not doing no extra yet. I they still gotta win one more game and they gotta go through Kyle Shanahan. And I didn't realize it's he's chasing number three right now. Like for some reason, I was assuming like it's number two. Like he's still trying to get the second one. But when I was like, nah, that motherfucker already got two rings. Like he's going for the third. Like the third. Like Manning had to go to a whole different team to get his second. Like fucking this man's about to get his. on his. Was trying to get a third one, and it's only year six as a starter. That's kind of that's that's crazy. Over, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna send you to the um, Pat Mahomes fan club. <laughs> Wait, I've been on you, that. You, you, I've, I've been you, knowing you, that boy. You, you you you've been on Pat Mahomes since he got dropped, but uh, you and Gaten. Yeah, but but now, I remember. You know why I'm like so icky at you right now? Because um, this is the exact same. This is the exact same face you made when um when uh Tom Brady was making a comeback against twenty eight to three. You're making this exact same face. Like, this is like, that's why I'm like, Paul, if you don't get the fuck out of my face. I'm just witnessing history. I got to speak on look, it. I, look, bro, you, you said the exact same thing. Like, I'm telling you, like, it's the meanest deja vu moment. And I think the, the biggest ice on the top is they're going to compare him to his peers. And, like, Burrow's the only one that can honestly just look that man in the eyeball and be like, I still I still got your number, big dog. Where Whereas uh, Lamar. That's tied. It's tied with them. I think it's tied for them. Is it tied? Well, Herbert and Lamar, the other two perennial guys, and even Tua, if you're throwing him in Josh that. Allen. Or Josh Allen. He owns Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. It, it's not looking respect. good for them other the other guys that will be the face of the league for the next 10 years also. like It's just like guy kind of rocking y'all. Yeah. I think this stuff, my biggest take on this, and then this is the only thing I'll say really about the Chiefs is that I think we were wrong when we thought the league caught up to them. I think that they just have, they just need, they just need to get in their rhythm. Whenever they get in, once they get in their rhythm, it's always. What did Kobe tell Kanye? Can you be the same 
beast, but a different animal or some shit like that. Whatever fucking I can yes, yes. That's exactly so, what the Chiefs did. The Chiefs learned and found out what the fuck that meant. They were like, all right, we're going to be a different animal, but the same beast. Yeah, I fuck with it. But shout out to Chiefs for making it. Shout out to the 49ers. This is going to be a great bowl game. I can't wait to talk that one. That's gonna be fun. Hey, they maybe we should do our maybe we should do our season recap next week since we um we don't have um definitely don't want to talk about fucking Pro Bowl. Yeah, no, but they I would say that they said that yeah, there was no chance in hell Roger Goodell and the NFL was gonna allow Detroit and Baltimore motherfuckers to link up in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. Ain't no chance <laughs> hell that was happening. Nah, that's funny as fuck. I believe it too. But now it was a good game, man. Shout out to Louisville, man. But yeah, I was, that's the week. Yeah, I mean, two great games leading up to the big bonanza itself. Not next week, but the week after. We may be back next week for the, the yearly recap. We'll see how that shit get cracking. If y'all, if we don't catch y'all for next week, stay tuned. I mean, y'all should peep the Pro Bowl. It's probably going to stink. But I think they're doing the, the only thing I enjoy from the Pro Bowl is the, the skill challenges. Like, I, I enjoy those. I think it's not going to stink in the sense that since flag football is an Olympic sport now, they're going to, like, take that shit kind of serious over there. Yeah, well, I think they so, – the youngins will. But I always think, like, those 10th-year pro bowlers, they don't give a fuck no Oh, more. but them niggas get no fuck. They're here to collect the check. <laughs> they, 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 you, know, you know, like, when people were clowning in PE class, when coaches are trying to get y'all to do y'all shit correctly and shit, you got those motherfuckers that, that don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that, that, that's even the 10th year. They're going to be switching flag colors in the middle of the game, right? They're going to be like, oh, well, now, yeah. I'm on, now I'm on red squad, and he's on blue squad. We trade him mid-game. It's going to be shit like nah. that. The, the, the latest pro, pro Bowl I ever seen was when um it was the first year that it wasn't AFC versus NFC, and it was like, the coaches were like picking, and it would be funny because like it'd be like Mike McCarthy would be on one side and Aaron Rodgers was on the other, so they called no blitzes because of all um, there wasn't been a blitz Aaron Rodgers and shit like that. And then you had like JJ Watt guarding TJ Watt. It was like a bunch of shit like that. That yeah, was fun. They were saying no, like the little one on one. Well, also they really want to make the Pro Bowl something special, bro. They need us. They need to stop selling the tickets to everybody, bro. Like Ruby Roses, Corleroy, bad bitches only in the stands, bro. And I bet you them boys are gonna play for their life. They're gonna be out there, right? And motherfuckers ain't gonna be fucking around if they know they start seeing the tens, the dimes on the stand. Hell yeah. Now, if they take that bitch some motherfucking back to Hawaii, nigga, bro. Ain't no one giving a fuck about Hawaii. (laughs) I mean, you can't do that right now. But if they were to take that bitch back to Hawaii, like, Cause that's what niggas want. Niggas want to go on vacation, on the NFL. Like they would have been vibing. They got a game check away from the. Fam. What if you just don't show up? Like what if like you say, yeah, I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. And you you're at the Hawaii location, right? And everyone's like, where the fuck is Justin Jefferson? And also you see Justin Jefferson's story. And old boy's like on a a, a luau tour, <laughs> like a couple like doing his own thing, like pregame. <laughs> Nah, you know them niggas is fine. You know, you know them fine. It's crazy. They shut down the Pro Bowl forever, bro. They, they, you can't they have nothing. They probably getting fine if they miss this on the, the the games when they play with the kids and shit. You probably get a mean ass fine for that. Let you miss the whole fuck game. Ugh, but all right, we just so drunk. 
not even drunk. We just some high motherfuckers rambling at this point. We got to get out of here. We appreciate everybody listening, stu- tuning in throughout the year. We just a couple more weeks till we're done with the NFL season, and we'll be locked in for boxing, which is kind of crazy because boxing is going to start that same week where NFL's ending. Because we haven't done an we haven't done a boxing episode in like a month and a half. That bitch been kind of kind of eh. But uh, and then we got MMA picking right back up too. So it's like the fighting's gonna pick all the way up whenever NFL goes away. Literally, I, didn't, I think they did that on purpose today. But right, I'm gonna let y'all eat. I'm gonna let y'all eat, and I'll be back. Probably, but we appreciate. They said there like 56 million people watching the Lions 49ers game. Oh yeah, they said there'll be 120 million that's gonna watch this at uh, the Super Bowl this year. It's like average tickets for the Super Bowl right now is like eleven thousand. Bruh, the Swift Bowl is upon us. Imagine how many girls are gonna be tapped. It's Wait, in Las Vegas, bro. The new stadium alone, those tickets to go to a normal Raiders game costs bananas amount of money. And now it's the Super Bowl is being hosted in that same stadium. Nine thousand four hundred, I think, was the um opening ticket price for the cheapest oh, wow. ticket in that building. Wow! Yeah, just go ahead and pay the go ahead and just pay the million to get the get the letting you sleep. Yeah, but uh, we'll see everyone there. Well, I mean, shit, we won't be there, but we'll so we'll catch everybody to break down this game a couple of weeks. If we we'll might see y'all next week to do the a yearly recap, we'll definitely be back for MMA, UFC, and boxing. Go down, like, and subscribe. Comment what you thought on the two games. How did you feel about the Chiefs beating the Ravens? How do you feel about the 49ers get, finally getting a win in the NFC Championship to now move on to the Super Bowl? And as always, I'm Paul. Pick a winner. Join with Kev. Waterboy Savoy. And if y'all didn't know, now y'all know, motherfuckers. <laughs>